Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. Love Target? Well, you're about to love it even more. With Target Red Card, you'll save 5% every day, in-store and online. Find the red card that's right for you, whether it's debit, credit, or Target's new Red Card Reloadable, which doesn't require an existing bank account or credit check. With Target Red Card, you'll get exclusive deals and free shipping on most items. Visit Target.com slash Red Card to get all the details. It's always a great day to save. Restrictions apply. Back to the Hook Rocks. This is Jay Scott welcoming you to the podcast once again. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I do appreciate it. I, I, I just want to, before we begin, mention how thankful I am for everybody listening and everybody tuning in. We've... Uh, had some really cool special moments this week. I mentioned on the previous podcast that we hit the top 40 on the same day in the UK and the US, uh, which is a pretty big deal for music commentary podcasts because there's a lot of us, right? And the next day after I mentioned that, we hit the top 25. We came in at number 24 in the U.S. for Music Commentary Podcast. So thank you, all of you, for listening and for for staying listeners and always tuning in to myself and the wonderful guests that we have on the show, whether it's a legacy artist, whether it's a listener who has now been a contributor like Chris Corradetti or Skylab, Robert Skylab Tapes or... Robin the Hood on Twitter. I know I'm forgetting some. Kaz from the Heavy Rock Show. Christian Eagle. And also the great new bands that have been guests for the New Music Spotlight. We just had Classless Act on. We had The Warning before them. We've had some of the great new bands. Like some of the bands that are the faces of the new wave of rock on this podcast and it's and it's special because I love talking with them and uh you guys are listening and it and it shows and I just want to thank you for me you know being able to 
get into your eardrums and listening to the podcast over and over again. I, I can't thank you enough, you know, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you very much for that. I do greatly appreciate it. And I never take you guys for granted. I always, uh, I'm always looking for great new bands, bringing back bands that have been on before and trying to give you the best content that is out there. Hopefully it's smart. Hopefully it's intelligent. Hopefully we make you think a little bit. We open your eyes and your hearts to things and hopefully we keep doing that. And I, and I plan on, on doing that. So I just want to get that out of the way before we begin. I want to make sure that I thank all of you because this week was pretty, pretty damn special. We are part of the Pantheon podcast network. Great network to be a part of. They are also very supportive a great family. I always mention, you know, a handful of podcasts that I've been able to communicate with and have uh, on my show or have been on their show. Cobras and Fire, uh, Tom and Zeus at Shout Out Loudcast, Carmen Apice, who I've had on uh, with Vinny Apice and local Chicago promoter Ron Anesti on the Hanging and Banging, Mistress Carrie, who was an awesome guest. I want to have her on again. She was great. Martin Popoff, the rock historian. We did a great episode on the new wave of British heavy metal. And yeah, I mean, just awesome, awesome group to be a part of. You do have to check out The Real Me, uh, which is a new production hosted by Roger Daltrey of The Who. Uh, a very inspiring story about teens who are battling cancer, who have found the power of music and it is so inspiring. It is so touching for music lovers, any human being who wants to be inspired by something, please go watch it. You can follow at Teen Cancer USA. They were a big part of this production, and uh, it's pretty special. Go check it out. It's on Pantheon Podcast. You will, uh, you will love it. I guarantee uh, your allergies may act up you know, during, uh, during the episode. So, uh, please go, go find that. I'm hoping to have Aaron Alden, who's the co-host. So I, I need to send an invite out to her cause love to have her on the podcast to talk with her about it. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the hook rocks. Follow us on Facebook, follow us wherever you do podcasts. And don't forget to Set your app to automatic download so you get all the brand new Hook Rocks episodes right to your phone, Android, iPhone, whatever. Great way to commute to work, listening to us talk about rock music, new bands, legacy artists, great commentary. So please uh, check that out. You get to hear all the old episodes. We've got almost 300. We're approaching 300 I can't believe uh, that we're we're hitting the, we're going to hit that milestone this year. That's pretty that's pretty special too. So what are we talking about tonight? We are doing a review of. Well, I, sh- I should probably stop calling them reviews because I I don't want to consider myself or a person who reviews things because usually I'm not objective or I am objective. But I'm more a fan than anything. And I do have a rule. I never talk about anything I don't like on these episodes, on my social media. 
Uh, very rarely will you get a glimpse of something that I haven't connected with because, number one, there's enough of that stuff out there that people will tell you what to listen to and why you shouldn't like something, and I'm not into that. It's all clickbait. I, I, I don't want to do that. I, I tell you things that I enjoy. I am a fan. I am not a journalist. And when I go to a show, it's because I'm going because I'm a fan. I'm not going with, you know, you know, attempting to take notes and sit there with a pencil behind my ear or whatever people do now. I don't know in the age of technology, but you can't say you don't like something in terms of music because it's all subjective and you connect with music throughout different times of your life, whatever you're going through. It's not fair to the artists, not fair to the bands to tell people what you don't like at that very moment because at that very moment, you may have a lot of things going on in your life that affects how you absorb the music. You might be in a bad mood. You might not. You might just be annoyed at something that happened throughout the day. Your mind isn't right. And as I've mentioned, music is all about timing. What is good today may not be good 10 years from now, or vice versa. Music has a way of evolving with you. So if you hear something that you're really not into now, maybe down the road you'll listen to it and you'll you'll enjoy it, right? You'll you'll like, wow, this is great. I never really liked this artist before, but now I mean like it really connects with me. How many times have you sat in a club or a bar and a song is being played before a band is coming on stage and you're like, wow, I've never heard this song in this element before. And it's never given me this vibe before, but it's really connecting with me at this very moment. So to tell you something that, oh, this sucks, and oh, you know, I don't like it, or this is why you shouldn't like it, I'm not here to do that. So please don't ever consider me a, a rock journalist. If you want to hear things I like and maybe you think our music palettes are similar, you should probably check it out, right? You should probably go listen to it. Or if you hear someone on an episode, like we just did reviews of the, of the top albums over the past three months, they may tell you something that you should listen to or you should check out. So that's really the purpose of these episodes where I do, quote-unquote, air quotes, reviews of albums or concerts. And we've got a great show to review for you tonight. October 5th, Tuesday, in Braidwood, Illinois, which is pretty close to where Jesus left his sandals, meaning it's in the middle of nowhere. And here I am taking my son on a school night because I am the father of the year, to a rock and roll show off the highway about an hour, five, hour, ten minutes away to see two great emerging bands, two faces of the new wave of rock, Joyous Wolf and of Limbo. I had the pleasure of seeing Joyous Wolf back in June at a place called The Forge in Joliet. They're that band that I have to see every time they come into town because they're, they're absolutely phenomenal. So I was 
trying to decide whether I should go or not. It's a Tuesday. Do I really want to drive that far? My son's like, Dad, I want to go. If you haven't followed him, he's at the Youth Rocks on Twitter. He's like, Dad, I missed... I miss Joyce Wolf because I was I wasn't in town and I was out of the country and I want to see him. They're one of my favorite bands, you know. They're one of my favorite bands too. One of my favorite new bands and and uh, I was like, all right. And Of Limbo is playing. I'm like, yeah, Of Limbo is playing. So I'm like, all right. So I pick him up from school. I said, all right, we're leaving in about an hour and we get home. We go out to dinner. We we hit our usual spot when we're head to shows out that way. He got an Italian beef sandwich. I got an Italian sausage sandwich, which uh, I kind of make my own concoction. I always order it with sweet peppers, mozzarella cheese, melted, on garlic bread. It is wonderful. I know outside of Chicago, outside of New York, maybe some other places across the country, they don't really have top-quality Italian sausage, but... If you ever get a chance to. I know Portillo's is going to be going public. Portillo's is a fast food, Italian fast food place in Chicago. And they have probably some of the best fast food you'll ever eat. Although it may change now because it's going public. But if they open up a Portillo's near you, which I hope is coming, it's supposed to open like 60 stores or locations across the country over like the next two years or something like that. You got to go. But back to my story. So we go out to eat. We head out to the show. We get there, and I see Jake Davies at the bar. I'm like, I don't want to bar, you know, bother him. You know, he's probably doing his pre-show, whatever. So uh, I go in. We sit down. We're just kind of waiting. There's a, a local band playing. I check down out for a little bit. Not really into the kind of screaming, you know, Cookie Monster voice that uh, some of these guys do. So. Wasn't really into that, so I was just kind of waiting. And um, we go in, Of Limbo hits the stage, and man, just a whirlwind full of energy. I had Jake back on, I think it was 2019 when I first started doing this, either 2019 or early 2020. And we, when we were talking, he mentioned that the band sounds like a, a merge between Alice in Chains without the heroin and Van Halen with the party. And that really is a, a perfect way to describe the band. They put on a hell of a show. Fantastic. They played for close to an hour. Uh, they did a couple covers. They did the Beastie Boys, You Gotta Fight for Your Right to Party or Fight for Your Right to Party. And they did a Warren G song. Uh, which was interesting. The song is Regulate. And they pulled it off. They did a great job. Like I, I remember that song from back in the day, and when they started playing it, I was like, all right, how's this going to go over? And it went over great. It sounded awesome. And if there is a band that can pull it off, it's definitely of Limbo. I mean, they just, man, they just bring that energy. They bring a party on stage. They are a lot of fun. To hear. I mean, they did songs like Nicotine. They did Get On It. They did Run Out of Time. They did a lot of their newer stuff. Um, they're going to be releasing singles throughout this year and next. I hope at some point they put it all together and put it out on a physical copy, either vinyl or, you know, a sleeve CD, just so because I still love connect, you know, collecting the physical 
copy of music. I still think that's very important to to bands and, and having people connect with their music. I still think you have a different relationship with music when that happens because when you can't touch something and physically touch something, it just gives you a different feel. It it, it doesn't it it takes a bit longer for you to connect with it in my opinion. When you see have a physical copy and you've got the vinyl and you pull out the vinyl and it's got this beautiful color and it's got this artwork and the CD has a you know the package and everything and it, it just it really works. I hope more bands keep doing it. Even if you even if they do a limited run just for shows. Like like you've got to go out to the show in order to get the CD. And then when you're done with the tour, you take whatever you have left and you sell it online. But I think that's a great way to get people out because I know if there's I know for myself and I know there's a lot of listeners out there that if the only way they can get a physical copy of the music is at the show. I think more people would go. I think that's a great way to bring people in, bring people, uh, bring an audience into uh, wherever you're playing. But they were great. They really were fantastic. They brought a lot of energy. They were really interactive with the crowd. And just keep looking forward to new music, you know, from, from them and from the band. Got a chance to meet them after the show. They were really warm and welcoming. They were great with my son who got a t-shirt, got stickers. He's all into them. And uh, got pictures taken with Jake. I think a couple other guys, but uh, just a fantastic time, fantastic experience checking them out. The two brothers front the band, they're originally from Australia. So that might explain some of the wild and craziness that you do see when you go see them. They're, They're a band that needs a big stage, as does Joyous Wolf, but... They're, they're, they're a band that would really play well on a big stage because they, they really do bring it. You got Jake and Luke Davies on lead, lead vocals and guitar. The bass player, Rob Gravely. Man, that guy can play. Fuck. He is fantastic. Great bass player. And Christopher Bug Bristol on drums. The rhythm section just really holds it down. I mean, they really just nail it. They are definitely the backbone of the band behind Luke and Jake, and uh, all four of them have got a great presence on stage. So another great new band for you to check out of Limbo. I talked with Jake at the show, and I'm hoping to have him on again, hopefully before the end of the year we can get him on. So I know I've got uh, some things scheduled here, but hopefully we can work it out either November or December. It'd be great to have him back on and kind of have him give us an update of where they're at since since the last time that they, or since the last time he was on. So on to the headliner, on to Joyous Wolf. Both these bands, I think, are touring with one bus, so that should be an exciting time, an exciting drive to uh, each venue that that they're playing at. It's got to be really interesting because they both know each other. To kind of give you a little bit of history, they're both from Long Beach, and they do play out a lot together locally in California. And they've kind of been rising through the ranks together. And it's nice to see that camaraderie with two bands from the same area. And nice to see them on tour, having each other's back, playing with each other, playing with your buddies on tour. Makes the makes the, the days on the road, the days and nights on the road so much 
easier, I can imagine. And uh, I can just imagine the, the fun and conversations on that uh, tour bus. But Joyous Wolf, again, like I said, saw them in June and was definitely ready to see them again. They are a very powerful band, another band that needs a bigger stage. Lots of energy. The band brings it. Nick Reese is very similar to a Luke Spiller of the Struts, where he is very interactive with the crowd. Moves and grooves, man. It's like Prince James Brown and like Eddie Vedder all rolled up into one. It's very cool, very interesting. He's got a fantastic voice, but like getting back to his stage presence, you can't take your eyes off of him. So he is definitely a front man that you want to watch. Blake Allard, the great guitar player, great young guitar player. Uh, I've had him on as well. Just absolutely nails it. He's a guy, I think I mentioned in the last episode that I talked about them when they played. He, he kind of gets lost in his playing. He closes his eyes and he's just feeling what he's playing and what he's doing. Uh, just a fantastic, great guitar player. We did a show, myself and my son, the Youth Rocks, did an episode on the guitar heroes of today. And Blake was part of that discussion. We did three guitar players, Tyler Bryant, John Nato, and Blake. So check that out. That was done a couple months ago, two, three months ago. So uh, he, th- these are his heroes. And he was telling Blake after the show, and he was very gracious too as well, like how he spends hours learning Blake's songs and Blake's riffs. I hear it because I hear him playing all the time. He's playing Odyssey. He's playing Mother Rebel. He's trying to learn Fearless. He's doing all that stuff. I mean, this is one of his bands, and I'm glad that that uh, as a young kid, you know, I listen to this stuff, but he's really connected with it. It's also really cool, I have to say, with my relationship with my son, is you know how when you're a teen, you don't want to hang out with your parents? I don't have that issue. Like, he wants to go to shows with me. He wants to go to concerts. Dad, can we go see this band? Dad, can we bring my friends to this show and this and whatever. So that's an awesome thing. And I'm very happy that we have that dynamic because we do talk a lot about music. We talk a lot about sports. We travel a lot together. And uh, he really has connected with a lot of great new bands like Of Limbo, like Joyous Wolf. He, he got a Joyous Wolf shirt and an Of Limbo shirt. He's like the T-shirt kid at school. He's always wearing a rock shirt pretty much four out of the five days a week or three out of the five days a week. So he's wearing the Of Limbo and the Joyous Wolf t-shirts to school, loud and proud. And I think there's like six to 7,000 kids in his high school. So he's uh, he's always going, Dad, I'm, I'm noticing a lot more rock t-shirts this year. So he's always scouting out, always looking for kids to jam with. Joyous Wolf has really given him or has been one of the bands that has given him new music to explore, and I'm very thankful for that as a father. But they did a great set list. They did a couple songs, Mother Rebel and Quiet Heart, uh, two songs from their Place in Time EP, and, uh, of course, a lot of the new stuff, Fearless in- included in that. Uh, Fearless is one of the best songs, I think, in 2021. It really does capture a vibe and an emotion. It's got a great hook. It really does pull you in. I, I have to also mention their rhythm section. Greg on bass and Robert on drums just really hold it down. They are both beasts 
really give a full sound to the band. I mean, they just, both times I've seen it, I've really recognized that. I want to have both those guys on. I know I've had Nick on and Blake, but those two, uh, I'd love to have a conversation with with those two because uh, as as most bass and drummers, you know, it's it's always, they're more or less in the background in terms of like the dynamic of most bands where it's the focal points are the guitar player and the, and the singer. But these guys really deserve a uh a mention because uh they are definitely a great rhythm section man robert's got a great pocket and greg can just really hammer that bass uh so i need to i need to get on that i'm gonna have those two on i want to try to get those two on but they did a lot of new stuff as they did last time i saw them in joliet uh they're really working out the songs they're gonna be that are going to be on the new album. I think they're probably going to release a single either by the end of the year or around the first of the year, but their album is probably going to be late winter, early spring. So look for that. I wish it would come out now because I can't wait because their songs really do jam. They ended the set with talk to me, which is a very cool song. Um, a very interesting topic about loss and about how, you still want to connect with people that aren't around anymore and you miss that connection with them. And sometimes you just want to be able to pick up the phone and talk with them and you can't. And it's uh it's a, it's a very, um, it's a very interesting topic for a song. So I really do enjoy that. Karma is another fantastic song storm. And I want to say they did play get myself right, but, they did a whole bunch of new stuff, which I'm really looking forward to with this album. And, uh, yeah, just a great show. Again, we were able to meet the band and talk with them more. And um, that's another the great thing, too, about going to see these bands at these smaller venues. You get to interact with them, and you get to meet them, and you get to talk to them. Uh, for myself, it's really cool. For my son, who's 16, it's really special. Between, you know, this night talking with both bands, meeting the Black Moods a month or so ago. Uh, he really enjoys it. Meeting Doug Aldrich, you know, after the show, he, he, he loves it. And, uh, you know, I'm happy for, for him that, that uh, he's had that opportunity. But, you know, if you really want to go check out some new great music, it's, it's not that expensive. You're going to hear great new music. You're going to be able to interact with the bands. It's a win-win for you. There's nothing that is negative about going to see a new band. Uh, take your kids. Take your take your teenagers to the show because that's what rock music needs. They need more ears from the youth to connect with what's happening now. So, you know, if you're kind of on the fence of wanting to go see them, but you got a young kid who's listening to music that you're not too crazy about. Take him to this show. Take him to a a new go see a new band. These two artists are on tour. I think through the fall, through October into November, and they're playing at small venues, local to wherever you're at. Check the 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 websites. Go check out joyouswolf.com. I also post a lot on my Twitter where they're playing, join bands in town or go search them up on bands in town and they'll tell you where they're playing. But you can't miss 
you can't miss them. You can't miss the show because it's phenomenal, but you can't miss with the opportunity of having a good time with two great bands that really do bring a lot of energy, great music. They sound incredible, and uh, I highly recommend it. So very happy we went on a uh, on a school night. It was totally, totally worth it. We didn't, you know, we got back, you know, around 11 o'clock, 11.15, which um, my son's usually up anyway. He says he goes to bed, but he's usually up, but it wasn't too bad. So definitely worth the trip. Definitely worth it for all of you who are listening. Go check them out. Two great new emerging bands with a new wave of rock that bring a lot of energy and you will enjoy. So I'm Jay Scott. This is The Hook Rocks. Happy Saturday to you. We'll chat soon. Thanks. Get enough and get it on it.